Hello, I am Dr. Deepthi Arora and I am a consulting physician and diabetologist working in Chandigarh. I would like to start with taking a few moments on how I became interested, almost obsessively so, about finding treatment for chronic diseases. During my medical college days, we were taught to give our best to treat diseases like diabetes and hypertension and thus help patients delay disease progression and complications. To me, it sounded like making efforts to push the inevitable as far as possible. It is like getting old. As much as we would like to stop the process, it is impossible. I remember sitting on the library bench many times and wondering how could it be possible that with hundreds of advances happening in the medical field, we are not able to help. I wanted to look for the silver lining. Now, fast forward to the last decade. Studies about how certain interventions could help obesity, altered cholesterol levels, diabetes, and hypertension came to light. As I started to do more research, I found that multiple evaluations conclusively showed that the assertion diabetes and hypertension are chronic and progressive can be false. Then came the results of bariatric surgery. Simply speaking, it is a surgery where the surgeon reduces the size of a patient's stomach. Bariatric surgery is known to quickly and successfully treat obesity and reverse type 2 diabetes. The recent trial published in New England Journal of Medicine shows that a stunning 95% cases of type 2 diabetes were reversed. Another logic struck me here. We do not refuel our cars for every 15 to 20 kilometers that we drive. We fill the tanks to the maximum and then visit the petrol pump only when the fuel tank is near the empty mark. This fact made me question as to why we advise diabetic people, especially those who are not on insulin, to eat every two hours. I started to use my newly gained knowledge to advise my near and dear ones and my patients. Most of them lost weight and achieved blood sugar control. Each time, the results were fantastic, and this fueled further research. It became clear to me that hyperinsulinemia, which means high insulin in blood, plays a dominant role in provoking obesity and prediabetes. When carbohydrates and proteins are absorbed, insulin is released from the pancreas. Highly refined and processed carbohydrates, such as sugar, refined flour, bread, pasta, rice, and potatoes are well known to raise blood glucose and increase insulin production. The body cells become so used to the high levels of insulin that they start to develop insulin resistance. To put it into simpler terms, the body cells become like an unrelenting teenager where anything you tell them falls on deaf ears. Obesity typically precedes the diagnosis of type 2 diabetes by a decade or more. So it is presumed that obesity itself initiates the insulin resistance. This means to cure type 2 diabetes, we have to relieve the cells of this insulin resistance. And that should be the goal of our treatment. So how do neo strategies of carbohydrate restriction and therapeutic fasting have consistently shown that diabetes can be cured or in the least controlled where its complications do not cause severe damage? Fasting has been a long part of India's religious and cultural environment. Surprisingly, fasting has also been known to cure diabetes, and this fact has been known for close to 100 years. 
one of the most famous diabetologists in history, Dr. Eliot Jocelyn, wrote about it in 1916. The prominent American physicians, Dr. Allen and Dr. Jocelyn, advocated fasting and controlled nutrition to prolong the lives of diabetic patients. Of course, at that time, the distinction between type 1 and type 2 diabetes was not known. Let us consider this real-life example from my own clinical practice. A patient in mid-50s came to me on 120 units of insulin a day along with other medications. He had type 2 diabetes for 20 plus years and had been progressively using higher and higher doses of insulin in an effort to control his blood sugars. We started him on a medically supervised regimen that included medications, fasting and carbohydrate restriction. Slowly, we could reduce the insulin dosage and within two months, he was taken off insulin. Even now, after almost two years, he continues to be off all insulin and his latest HP1C reading is in the acceptable range of 7%. Medical evidences which support therapeutic carbohydrate restriction and monitored fasting are available. Intermittent fasting is now an internet rage. However, it is important that you speak to your doctor before making any significant changes in your current eating pattern or lowering your carbohydrate intake. This is especially important if you are on medications that can cause low blood sugar called hypoglycemia. Certain medications need to be changed and others need to be monitored when started with such unique approaches. Therefore, diabetic patients should not undertake any intervention without suitable monitoring. With the right approach, you can see benefits in terms of improved diabetes control, weight loss, control of cholesterol, and blood pressure levels. Thank you.